So, I am still obsessed with The Good Place. I am anxiously awaiting the first episode of season four. It is currently 6.16. It airs at nine, and I just can't wait. So, I am re-watching all of the little minisodes um, from The Bad Place talking about how they selected people. It really doesn't give me much information, but I can't stop myself. It's a six-part series where the demons are talking about what they're going to get. You don't get a lot of new, real information, because at the end of last season, we already knew that they were picking personal people that were going to specifically make the original four humans miserable. Um, but this shows us how they got to that point and how they decided to do that. And they're funny. Again, they don't really give us much. I am dying to know what's going to happen, and I hate that I don't know what's going to happen and that they're giving me zero clues. But they're still fun, interesting things. And I want the episode to air because I want to know what happens, and I am still waiting. Boo. Time jump and the episode has aired. Yay, it's A Girl from Arizona Part 1. The only downside I see to this episode is that it wasn't longer, and I wish that they had aired Part 2 as well with a one-hour season premiere like they've done in the past. They did not do that this time, and that makes me sad. However, the episode was a lot of fun. If you haven't watched it, don't listen to this, because you should go watch the episode first. This episode is kind of bonkers. They're getting the four new humans into the experiment. They find out that Linda, one of the supposed humans, is actually Chris Baker, who's a demon who is sent there by the bad place to mess everything up. And he, in his Linda suit, ends up, like, punching Eleanor and Michael and then a bunch of the Janet babies out of the sky. Pretty memorable scene. Um, Derek and Jason are having a thing, um, because Derek wants back with Janet, I suppose. And so Jason ends up killing Derek with the plunger and then the thing goes in the sky. Um, Simone is walking around in crazy outfits and pushing people into pools because she doesn't believe that any of this is real. So she's just doing random stuff. Which is honestly a really weird reaction. I mean, it's funny for the show. But I guess to me, if I was in a thing that I thought was completely fake, I don't know that my thought would be to push people into pools. Like, or just to be weird to people. Like, she's like shaking this guy's head and stuff. Like, I would think you could have more fun things to do if you really thought none of this is real and there's nothing actually there. Although I suppose if you don't think any of it's real, then you don't think any of the other people are real. And then it doesn't matter what you do to them. Which is, I guess, where the place where she's gotten to is that none of these other people are actually real or there at all. So it doesn't matter what she does to them. But it's still just, to me, doesn't ring quite true for Simone 100% to me. It's funny and fun, but I don't know how I feel. I feel a little off by it. Maybe I'll like it better when we see more of what's going on or having watched the episode again or something. But to this point, that part... Not amazing to me. Um, the last test subject is, I think, Brent? Brad? Something like that? I don't know. I don't like him. You're not supposed to. He's kind of a jerk. 
Ricky um, comes in talking about basically the PC police and how you can't make a joke anymore and how I'm not racist because my dentist was a black woman. He's just, you know, that guy that is not fun and, you know, is really rude to Eleanor and Eleanor makes the point, and I think I agree with her, that he was chosen to really annoy her specifically. Which, once they to get rid of the imposter demon, um, they've only got three new humans. So nobody's there actually for Jason. I guess Linda would have been for Jason, but isn't real. Because we've got now the John, who's there for Tahani. We've got Simone, who's there for Chidi. Then we've got this Brent guy who's there for Eleanor. Um, and then Chidi's there also for Eleanor. Poor Eleanor is getting lots and lots of torture in this in this version. And um, for Jason, I guess it's Derek, really. Not one of the, anybody the bad place sent. It's more Derek is his kind of nemesis for this. Um, so we'll see how that Jason, Janet situation goes. It's not on good terms at this moment because Jason, because, no, not Jason, Janet. Ah, Janet is very stressed out in this episode. And it's a really, uh, this is another thing that doesn't ring very true to me that I don't quite get why she's so stressed. I mean, she's doing a lot, but she was designed to run a neighborhood and run all this stuff and do all this stuff. And I honestly, I guess I'm not quite clear on why this experimental neighborhood is so much more, I guess, taxing for her than the original neighborhood was. Why it's so much more stressful on her to do, to run this version of a neighborhood versus the original version of a neighborhood. And the only real difference I can see is the, they're calling them the Janet babies. All the other people are created by her. So I'm wondering... But I thought that they were more like Derek, where they were, you know, autonomous, off doing their own things. I wasn't under the impression that she had to run them every second of the day um, and everything they did. So maybe I'm misunderstanding that. It would be stressful if she really literally had to run each, and in, each individual one of them at all times. But I guess I didn't think that that was the case. I didn't think that they that she was like like individually in charge of all those not people. So I'm kind of confused on that sense, on why she's just so overwhelmed by this experiment neighborhood when she wasn't by the original neighborhood. And she was, you know, designed to run a neighborhood like this. That's her purpose. So I don't get why it's so over the top overwhelming for her. And so that's something that I would, I guess, is not quite clicking for me for this first episode either of why she is so stressed. I feel like they need it, her to be stressed like that for the storyline to make sense with the whole Jason, Derek, love triangle weirdness that's going on. It really only works when Janet is stressed and not there to see what's going on um, because she's overwhelmed and overworked. But that is another part that doesn't ring very true to me and so I'm not really sure what, what's going on or how I feel about that. Um... The episode ends when they figured out about the imposter and they're sending him back. Bad Janet brings a train. He gets on the train. It leaves. Um, and there's a to be continued on that last frame of the train. To what we're going to find out for next episode. 
and I cannot wait. Um, still love the show. This episode, I think, was a fun one. It was good. Um, it didn't really, again, get us anywhere that far, I don't feel like. Like, it, we didn't learn all that much new, except for the imposter piece. The rest of it was kind of just still in that setup phase, so I'm hoping that some more real payoff happens next episode. That we actually, it actually takes us someplace, so... I am hopeful that we get some more meatiness, I suppose, in that next episode. And we get something fun and good. So hopefully that happens. But I'm loving it, and I still love The Good Place. Yay! Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. So long, farewell, au revoir, adieu. See you next time, and sing, sing a song.